Welcome to Hags Radio. This is the platform if you can sing, cook, or clean, and anything in between, it can be heard on HagsRadio.com. Tune in to Hags Radio. It's your boy Zay with Up One Entertainment. Hey, 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 everybody out there. My name is Greg Hags. I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Um, I always had a desire for people to be able to prosper and to make their dreams come true. And I'm glad to have this platform that God has blessed me on so that I can reach millions of people who has that desire and that dream. It's your boy, Will The Steel. I'm from Chicago. I'm a DJ, content creator, and entrepreneur. It's our mission to help you find tools, gain direction to navigate through life. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Higgs Radio Show. We got Miss Summer Clark. Oh, we got Summer Clark in the house, in the his house. Okay, today we're going to talk about Decatur gambling facilities. Um, how many gambling facilities do Decatur have? It says, I don't know exactly because I don't want to misstate myself, but 447 machines but it's like 450 gambling facilities in Macon County I, th- I believe that's of a population of how many people Ooh, I don't know you're asking me great questions in Macon County yeah it's under 100,000 oh absolutely it's like 60 like 60 some thousand people yeah after Firestone closed it was 30,000 people left so it was like 60 60 some whoa and 450 gambling facilities in one Gamblers Anonymous meeting. In one? One Gamblers Anonymous meeting. I think it's at St. Mary's Hospital on like Mondays or Wednesdays, something like that. Whoa. People, it's an addiction. It's addiction. Yes. We allowed that to go on in the city of Decatur, Illinois. Yes. Which have... A poverty oh stricken yes. community. And in a yeah. poverty and in a in a city that's struggling for people Pretty with the families so. to be together. You know, these gambling facilities I think is one of the reasons that families get destroyed. Yeah, I didn't think it was an addiction. I really didn't. What? Um being an addict. Um I didn't think that gambling was like drugs or alcohol, sex, any of that. And as a matter of fact, people lose husbands, wives, families, jobs, everything. To gamble. Everything that they built yeah. up, they can lose it. It's truly an addiction. It's the highs and the lows, just like, just like drugs. Whoa. Yeah. Have you actually seen families get, you know, be destroyed by gambling. I mean, yes. I mean, yeah. hands-on, um, up-close, personal. Yes, um, I had a friend who is actually clean from drugs and alcohol for over twenty years, but she lost her career, her house, two cars, her kids, everything to gambling. Playing penny machines at the Peoria, like five cent, like. 
she lost everything. You know, before you can even have a dollar, you need a penny. Yeah. So pennies. But you equal think to- that you're only betting a penny or you're only betting five cents. That's the trickery of the game. Exactly. Exactly. To get you to lure you in just enough that you feel like you can minimize it's a penny. Right. Until you spend your whole paycheck. Until you spend your, your paycheck, your rent. Beautiful woman, smart, intelligent, um, a nurse, all of those things. And she lost everything to gambling. Not drugs, not alcohol, gambling. Well, and, and I would fight her. I would say that it's not an addiction. It is. She said, you never know till you hear the machines go off. Those machines is just like saying, ooh, ah, and this is Yes, great. you get excited. You get a rush. Yeah, you get excited about it. Well, It's money. You're going to be rich. <laughs> you really think so? You think so? <laughs> you, you, you think so? Yeah, um, you think so. The gambling people, the, the people that own those gaming facilities, they're rich. <laughs> whoa. Yeah. Know? You can lose your whole paycheck, and then you walk away looking at the machine. How do a person feel after losing all that money and just get up and look at the machine? It's the worst feeling in the world. It's like um, like if you have an addiction and you tell your family, I'm going to stop, I promise, you know, all of these things, and then you use again. It's the same feeling, that gut feeling you just feel sick to your stomach because you just lost all this money. And then with people that have kids that depends on them and not just a wife or you got kids, a mortgage. And you hear it. You hear it. If you're at one of the gaming facilities, you hear them on the phone. I'll be there in a minute. I'm at the, I'm at the grocery store. I'm at, and then they're gambling everything away. You hear it. Yep. Just like you would lie if you were doing a narcotic or anything. Yep. City council agreed to having gammon facilities in our town. They banked on what? I don't know. I would say, what is that revenue doing for Decatur, Illinois? What is that revenue doing for Macon County? What are they, 800 and, what did it just say, $878 million? I don't, I don't see that going to poor people. Need, but poor people are the ones gambling. But they have all these gaming facilities that they're making however millions of dollars off of. Right here, not like statewide, right here, Decatur, Illinois. I didn't even say Macon County. It says Decatur, Illinois, $878 million dollars whoa since 2012 but i don't revenue it's like where does that go where is that revenue going school no because our school facilities are hurting right exactly oh no i don't see it's been used to to help educate the people of uh of macon county Oh, and, and first of no. all, let me let me let me Streets. correct that. Decatur, Illinois. Decatur. You know, what's 
Who was all yep. on the city council at the time that voted on this? Woo! I don't know, but they might have, they should be ashamed of themselves. They had a responsibility to the people of this community to really think about what they were doing. Um, they allowed all these gaming facilities to open. One meeting. What were they doing? And then where's the money going? That's somebody that got up this morning on Friday and knew they wasn't going to bring a paycheck home. They was going to bring their paycheck to one of those gambling facilities. Absolutely. Yep. Got the ATM machine right there. Their kids won't eat. It's a real thing. It really is an addiction. People chase that high just like they chase any other high. Whoa. And what could, what kind of, I guess, what could curve the appetite for something like this? I mean, I guess for any addiction, it's move a muscle, change a thought. So you've got to replace it with something like fitness, weightlifting, working out, all those things can be addictive too. People that normally have addictive personalities can be addictive to something good just as well as they can be to something bad. And it go on year after year after year after year. The smartest people. The smartest people. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how intelligent you are. No race, no creed. None of it, that. It knows none of that, no. Gambling crosses all those borders. And it's more acceptable. It's more acceptable to, um, it's not as frowned upon as, say, drugs or alcohol. So, therefore, you don't really know you're in the midst of it until you're absolutely drowning. Well, there's a lot of people sinking. Oh, yes. Every day that you walk past a person right now, today, you don't know what they're going through. No. Mm-mm. You don't understand the struggles that they have. No. They still keep their hair combed, <laughs> dress up, put on perfume and cologne, and they suffering. They drowning. And it's an escape, just like anything else. It's an escape. So people that people have so much stress on them, you know, prices of milk going up, prices of bread <laughs> going up, food is going up. You know, the prices of clothes going up. and, in, and you $5 gallons of milk, that's high. <laughs> yes, $5 dozens of eggs. Yes. It's high. Mm-hmm. And then you have the government saying, oh, if you're making too much money, you can't even receive link. Right. Now, groceries is, is another bill. Absolutely. Like rent. It's, it's close up to rent. A mortgage payment. Yes, yes. Uh, close to a mortgage pay- payment right now. And so they're taking all that little change and money and all their savings and everything that they built up. Now, do you think, you, what about for those people who develop a gambling habit later on in life? Have you seen that? Oh, yes. Yeah. Again, it's an escape, so it's a lot of 
I don't know what people's picture of a gambler looks like, but again, it's no race, no creed. It's you're every man. Um, people that go to work and they're stressed out at work, get off work. Honey, I'll be home at five thirty. From five to five thirty, they're spending their paycheck. Um, they line, they develop, they 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 break in trust. Yes, they yeah. are just like a um, a spouse that's you know cheating. Basically, they're lying. Like I said, you hear people literally talking to their wife or their husband. Honey, I'll be home. I'm at Kroger's right now. <laughs> You know, I'll see you in a few minutes, and they're sitting there gambling. Five more dollars, five more dollars. Hmm. They tell themselves it's fun, or I'm, I'm going to win. I'm going to win, and one five more dollars, I'm going to win. That, that winning feeling—you get addicted to that—that that high of winning, and the noises, and the machines, and the atmosphere, and everything. But ultimately, winning. I mean, but you're not winning. No. Obviously, the places prosper because you lose more than you win. So, who who are susceptible? I mean, who is uh, is likely to to fall for that type of feeling? What do they? I don't know. Is, I would is say, it a type? No, not really. You, it's all kinds. Um, and there's certain places that are more. Uh, there's certain places that are more hoity-toity, I guess, than others. But no, there's not a type. It's just people that need that escape. They want just to relax for a minute, just um, a few minutes of escapism. A few minutes. Just a few minutes. Turns into hours. Hours. Mm. It's just one more. Just one more. Just one more. There was a bar in town called Just One More. It was the best name for a bar. Just one more. Just one more. Just one more time. Just one more push. And then thousands of dollars later, you're sick. You've lost everything. And then you go into a depression. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. And they wonder why more and more people are depressed, you know, yeah, it's very uh, oppressive here, I think, anyway, because a lot of people are struggling. It's opportunity if you want it. There's lots of great things to do in Decatur, all of that. But there's a lot of people that just working their butt off and trying to make ends meet, and they just want that little escape for a minute. But there's, it could be the, you know, Dwayne Andreas of ADM, I don't know, and then, like, some grocery store clerk. I mean, it, there is no no type. What is the solution to it? I mean, what would what would get a person out of the? Um, I know it's a. You have to identify as a problem. You've got to identify it's a problem. You have to say it's a problem. Yes. It's an epidemic. It really is. Um, we've allowed too many gaming facilities, I believe, to be brought into the city with no benefits to the community that I see, but a lot of people losing lives, families, jobs, cars, houses, kids, all that. No vacation, 
Fido can't get Alpo the sponsor, all of that. And uh, they're not addressing the problem. So you have to, first of all, say there is a problem and then have more than one one meeting support for the people that are truly addicted. So, you know, like Google has trigger words uh, that they base their algorithm on, that they that these words are important in the world of Googling, you know, do, do, do those words seem like facility gambling? Is there certain sounds that make you want to go and gamble more? Or if you try to be. Yes, this place is hidden. Like this way, this slot place is hidden. Um, they're paying out good today. Yeah. There's, there's different, it's a whole community of people. It, are there I trigger words within Seriously, you that your ears hear that make you wanna, or your palms itch, or make your make you frigidy? Well, if my palms itch, then I know I'm gonna win, so I have to go gamble. But that's being superstitious. <laughs> so, um, no, not really. There, if somebody won that day, oh, I won two hundred dollars, or I won five hundred dollars, that makes it more. Um, you're more susceptible to. Oh, um, the slots are loose. They say they're loose. Um, that means they're paying out that day. Um, but really, no, it's not like that. It's an everyday addiction, just like you need heroin or you need alcohol or you need this pill to get through the day so you're not sick or whatever. It's the same thing with gambling. Do you ever go home after losing money? Do you think that a person feel like... like Oh my gosh. It's the worst feeling. Again, for anybody that's ever been addicted to alcohol or drugs and you promise your family or your children, I'm done this time, I promise, I swear. And then you go home from gambling and you don't win. It's the same feeling. I just spent all this money. What do I tell them? What do I say? Because I broke another promise. It's the same thing. So it's the worst do feeling. Do you constantly dig yourself in a hole so much that you become numb to that feeling or do you become it does you're chasing that win. You're chasing that okay, I lost eighty dollars, but if I put another twenty in this machine, I might win. You're chasing that the whole time. You're chasing a high. Hmm. Do you think that like a you know like you had a big stake you beat it to it get kind of tender. Do you think that constantly playing those games is beating a person so that they can be more receptive to to uh, playing games like that? I mean, and, and or, or going down that road of some type of form of gambling. I think there's the people that can walk in there and say your family's out that night. They go to eat dinner. And then they stop by a gambling place because other people in the family want to gamble. They put $5 in the machine. They lost their $5. They're good. And the other people put everything they had in their wallet in the machine. Um, I think people that are susceptible are already probably prone to addiction. But, I mean, I'm not a professional. That's just what I think. Do you think that's because some emotional that they connect to gambling or 
Yeah, like again, I say it's it's filling a void. It's filling a hole. Um, whatever you're trying to escape from, <clears throat> whatever you're, you want that feel good, that high. Um, they're chasing that high. We're chasing that high. Well, because I gamble too, so. And it's a feeling I would have fought about that it was not an addiction, and it absolutely is. Whoa. You know, I've lost thousands of dollars I didn't have. Whoa. And those thousands of dollars could have been used towards something. (laughs) Way more uh, productive than where it went. Yeah. Whoa. I've lost probably more to that than I have anything else. Or at least as equal. No. It's the worst addiction I've ever had. Absolutely. Do you think that once you have one addiction, you're acceptable to another addiction? I mean, I think you are, but not necessarily. Um, I think people with addictive personalities have addictive personalities. So, again, you can get addicted to something good for you just as well as you can for something that's not so good for you. Um, Unfortunately, um, that's not been my experience personally. But um, I don't know. Like I said, you can get addicted to working out or dieting or, you know, um, workaholics. There's some people that get addicted to work. So when did you ever put your first dollar into a gambling slot machine? It was a friend's birthday, and I said, and I swore I would never, ever gamble my money away because I knew how hard it was to earn. And uh, I put $20 in the machine, and I won. Do you know what they say? Sometimes winning is the worst thing. Wow. Yes. Winning isn't always good. No. Winning is not always good. Not always. You know, it's just like a person who was selling drugs. <laughs> you know, if they lost in the beginning, they got a chance. But if they won right. in the beginning and it came easy and they did it and they had a little stretch, I think they may be hooked for a long, long time. Yes. Yeah. Very good analogy. Um I won off the top. I won like $600 off $20, and I was hooked. And I would walk in the snow at 6.30 in the morning for this bar to open for me to go put my money in the slot machine. I never have been out of the house without makeup on. And I noticed these things about myself. I'm going down here in my pajama pants to put this $20 in this machine. I was hooked right away. But if you lost that $20, how did you feel? Oh, gosh. Either I needed 20 more to put in there because this 20 I was going to win with. Lose it again, lose it again. It's the worst feeling in the world. You're, it's constant. You win, and then you don't. And you and never you know. never hardly wins gambling. the amount back. You never, you never win what you put in there. Never. You might that time, but if you add it up over time, not even close. Again, there wouldn't be so many gaming facilities if they weren't profiting. Off the backs of poor people and people 
Pretty much. People yeah. who struggling to pay their taxes and, and to yeah. to pay their mortgage and people who yes. um put, put gas, gas in, in their car. I left there before and couldn't even put gas in my car. Couldn't put a gallon of gas in the car. I didn't even save enough. But you thought you was going to win. Yes. Yep. So how did you, I mean, when something like that happens, what do you see out of your eyes, dude? Is there a... Oh, my God. You don't even want to look at yourself, honestly. Like, how do you tell yourself, I just did this? How dumb can I be? How sick am I? So every time you're looking in the mirror, this person is now grown a beard and and facial hair and and of all the things, it get heavier and heavier and heavier. Oh yeah, absolutely. You wrap your you wrap yourself around in chains around gambling yeah and you sing it's it's, yes yes very much so almost nine times out of ten you don't walk out of there winning and it's the worst feeling and every and you just know you tell yourself you build yourself up i'm gonna do this today's my day i'm gonna be this guy that wins forty thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars and you lose every penny you have. It's so very self-defeating. Whoa. So what did it take to, for the person to be built back up to tell themselves that they're going to be a winner again? Every day. It's an addiction. It's just like a drunk that says he's not going to get drunk that day. It's the same thing. Whoa. Whoa. That's a... Yep. Now, do you think how hard it is to break? I would say, again, um, because it's more socially acceptable to gamble versus doing, like, hardcore drug addicts or being a drunk, per se. Um, I would say it, it probably takes more support to quit gambling. Hmm, why? Because you have more... Um, you have more resources for people that have drug and alcohol addiction or even an eating disorder that they, that can be bulimia, anorexia, all those things are addictions. Ultimately, you have more support groups and more recognition, I guess, that it's even an addiction. And gambling is more like it's not, I don't think people really realize how much people lose. Mm. That you can lose the same things from gambling that you can from everything else. A heroin addict and a, somebody that's addicted to gambling, you lose the same thing. So do you get withdrawals if you stop? Almost. It's like a joke, though. You know, if you're withdrawing from alcohol or drugs, there's signs. It gets the same way with gambling, but maybe you don't know, like mood swings, all of those things. Um, I bet there's a lot of people that argue because that person wants to go to the slots that day and play the gambling machines, but they're not willing to say that. And their partner's thinking, 
what's going on? What's wrong with them? And this withdrawals. Mm. Can you tell that you're going through withdrawals at that time? I think you can, yes. I mean, is there something? I I know that that's what's wrong with me. I don't know about other people, but I know I want to go play the slots, and I can't go play the slots. I don't have the money to play the slots. Um, and that's how you say it. Just like I don't have money for my fix. Do you go to... I don't know that you have like physical withdrawals, but you have the mental. I mean, mental is definitely is greater than it's, it's, it's the worst it's the anyway. Worse, yeah, absolutely. You know, do you ever feel like you go and you torture yourself and the people around you, basically? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do Do you go through uh, depression? Do you Do you not not quite? I mean, depression because you do you. Almost, yeah. I know that this probably sounds, for somebody that's not ever really been addicted to anything, I can understand the surprise. But, yeah, you get depressed. Because you think today might be the day that I won $25,000. You never think today might be the day that I lose everything that I have. You never ask yourself a hard question like that when you go in? No. Keep up alive. You're looking for that feeling, that euphoria. Mm. You get excited. I don't know how to explain it. I guess it's like your favorite team winning the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, can I relate it to that? No. Um, <laughs> That's great, but you pretty much know who's going to win the Super no, Bowl. No, so. no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's hard to, if you've never been addicted to anything, it's hard to pinpoint how it feels. But you go thinking, I'm going to win. And you go looking for that feeling. Just like if you go to the dope man. For a bag of dope, you're looking for that feeling. Hmm. I don't know how else to explain it. So do you, do you, throughout the day, is gambling feels like a, a drug you got to have? Yeah, it's on your brain, just like, just like doing your next hit or taking your next drink or any of that. It's, it's very much on your brain. Whoa. It, it, it it's very much on your brain like that. So you can almost hear the sounds and the smell of the place and all of those things. It, it's kind of ex- just like your favorite bar, Cheers <laughs> or whatever. You know, <laughs> can't wait to get off work. So it's five o'clock somewhere, right. right? Right. That's how it feels. Yeah, I can't wait. Whoa. Yeah. So what? How, yeah. What about when a person has multiple addictions and gambling? I believe that um, gambling kind of coincides with certain other addictions um, for people that are uh, stimulant users. Um, it kind of goes hand in hand. But even if you're not, like I said, my friend, she was clean from everything. Um, her addiction called her just like anything else would. Um I think if you have multiple addictions um, and you ever gamble, 
you're going to get addicted. I just think it goes hand in hand. Is there a voice that you be hearing? Oh, yeah. It's just a little the guy on your shoulder, <laughs> the good guy and the bad guy. <laughs> They're there for gambling just like they are for everything else. Whoa. And they fight. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever, like, say, I'm not going to go gambling. I'm, I'm not going to go gambling. I have. I have said that. And sure enough, sometimes I don't, but sure enough. And if I don't, I think about it. I think about it. I have to purposely, just like one day at a time, with anything else, it's like one day at a time. I'm not going to gamble today. I'm not going to gamble today. So when you go to sleep at night. Oh, yeah, you think about it. For real? Yeah, you can hear the ding 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 ding. Chee 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 chee. Yeah, you can hear the you can hear the machines in your head. I can. I don't know about other people, but yeah. Seriously. So that makes you got to get up in the morning, and you the first thing you start thinking about. It became a worse addiction than any other addiction I've had. It became before I smoked a cigarette, before I took a drink. That was the next thing on my mind before any of that. Those were the things I did first. You get up, go to the bathroom, <laughs> you know, light a cigarette, read the paper or whatever. My thing was, I got to go down here and gamble. So how can you really enjoy life? In pajama pants. <laughs> 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 Which I never did in my life. <laughs> never. What made you? So you can really never have a, a sense of real complete peace like your, your day you your, your, your thoughts is not your thoughts anymore i mean no like thoughts that were probably centered on something else at that time now those all that energy goes into that thinking about that so it make do it make you hard to care about other people when you got or do those i would say it's a distraction it's a distraction from probably anything that you care about or should care about. So you look at life differently, you know, if you... I don't know. I mean, because I don't know what, about I, what that. I mean is that you look at life differently because life is on a short leash and then gambling is on a long leash. And what do you have to lose? Yeah. What do you have to lose? So, yeah, you think... It takes away the time that you used to spend thinking about other things. It does um, take away time from that. Be it a loved one or thinking about your next move in life or any of that. It really does take away from that because it's a distraction. You know, like if you was having a, a moment, just say that you were like taking a walk on the beach and you looking at, you're looking at the water and the moon and all this stuff. Is that short? Them moments like that is shortened because you're thinking about, I want to leave here now and go get I mean, I hope you're not in Atlantic City. Yeah. I mean, that if you're somebody who's addicted to gambling, you probably wouldn't be focusing on, on that. You'd be going through the Honestly. motions. Yeah. And thinking about this gambling place, yeah, it's, it's, it changes things. I don't know how to explain it. Um, for somebody who loves the ocean and the beach, 
that would be something that would center you or oh, free your mind or something like that. But your focus would be on gambling, that addiction. You wouldn't even appreciate it. It would never get his true appreciation. No, not at all. It's a whole new addiction. Yeah. Gambling is a real addiction. I don't care if you've ever had an addiction of any kind as far as drugs or alcohol. Gambling itself is an addiction. Well, do you think by talking yeah. to a person who has addiction, they can change? I wish that I had listened to the person that said, don't do this. There was a, a young lady that said, don't put your money in this machine. She said, it's the worst addiction I've ever had. And I knew exactly what she meant probably about six months later. Um, I think talking to people um, helps if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to accept what they're saying. But most of us, I don't know, someone like myself has to learn the hard way. So I had to learn myself. Hmm. And I say it's the worst addiction I've ever had. It's so hard. What would you associate gambling with a circumstance that was real difficult for you? Could you relate it to something? I mean, give a picture. Um, I would say gambling, for me, gambling addiction, the closest thing I can relate it to would be alcoholism. And um, like you need that fix to make it through the day. And I was willing to lose everything for that next drink. I was willing to lose everything to put another dollar in that slot machine. Do it do it ever so. break you down that you have to cry? Oh gosh, yes. Uh, I have felt so hu humiliated and ashamed. Like I said, you leave this place and you had money to put in this machine. But you leave this place with no money at all. Not to even put gas in your car. Or to buy a 99-cent Polar Pop. I mean, you left with nothing. Nothing. And a lot of times you borrow. You borrow. Well, what happens if you f when you feel like you don't get money to gamble? Or you can't borrow any money to gamble? It's like a panic feeling. Um, like your next fix. If you have to, again, if you have an addiction of any kind, every day this is what you do. Um, it's a panic feeling. Mm. Or it can be like you're upset, you're agitated, frustrated. Um, again, where maybe your family doesn't know what's going on, but you know, I don't have money to gamble right now, and I want to go gamble. I want my you fix. you find yourself gravitating towards somebody or people who gamble? Oh, yeah. It's a, com it's a community of people. Like I said, making a reference to cheers. It's the bar. It's the feeling. Uh, the gambling spots are very much like that. And it's a whole community of people. 
It's like, hey, can you pick me up? We're going to go here. Um, yeah, you gravitate towards that. Because that's what you mainly focus your energy and your extra time to. Well, or all your time to. you know that the person doesn't have money to gamble? Because they, they basically, you and her and him and her and her and him. Right. alike. So y'all all searching for monies to use to, to begin. Right. So what do you, in the reference of your mind, do you, there's a process in which you, you go through? Well, misery loves company. So a lot of times you might not have the money, but go with me and I'll give you $5 or $10 to play with the hopes they hope that they're going to win. Um, but y- you want that feeling. Like, it's not just me. Um, so a lot of times you support each other in your addiction. Nobody likes to drink alone. Nobody likes to get high alone. Same thing. Mm. Do, you, do you think that uh, being around people who don't gamble not addicted what how do that make you feel or a person may feel guilty the same way you would feel around people that don't have the other similar addictions as you you feel guilty or ashamed or hide it you hide it you That's hide it just feeling. oh it's an awful feeling because you're you're lying it's like cheating on your husband or your wife. It's similar. Hmm. Do you do you feel like? But every time you look yourself in the mirror and you still say, "I'm going to gamble again." If you can look in the mirror. And if I had a million dollars in my pocket right now, I think uh, I'll, at least five hundred thousand are going to go to this gambling. If not all. You never think you're not going to lose. There be no. It's gambling. You never think you're not gonna lose. You you think you're gonna win. Whoa. You Every just time. lost, but you think you're gonna win. But you think tomorrow, one more extra dollar. You just lost everything. But you get that extra dollar. I'll be a winner. Yep. One more again. Just one more. Whoa. Yep. Could be me. That one dollar might change your life. Everyone doesn't goes gamble, you think, thinks like that way? I don't. I think some people just do it. Some people go just, some people go put $20 in a machine and they lose that $20 and they're done. I think people that have addictive personalities, that's not how we operate. (laughs) So go big or go home. So how do. All or nothing. How do a person realize that they have addictive personalities? Um, again, I'm not a professional. I'm not a counselor. But you know when you have an addictive personality. One is too many. A thousand is never enough. Mm. You're never satisfied. You think that people are prepping themselves up to to be prone to addiction? Ooh, gosh, I would hope not. Um <laughs> I wouldn't wish that on anybody, so I hope nobody would prep themselves up for that. Um, I don't think anybody wants that, no. 
I, again, I wouldn't worse. I wouldn't wish addiction on my worst enemy. Again, you're chasing something that will never come to fruition. You'll never achieve that goal. I mean, can you look at some kids or look at a person, certain things that they do that you can say, whoa, this person is going to pretty most likely. Yeah, I think you can. Um, Even something as simple, like I said, being a workaholic, they like overachievers. And I know that sounds silly, but um, almost like, again, they're never satisfied. So they go big or go home. Um, I think you have that mentality even as a child, all or nothing. So can you tell in a little baby? No, not in a baby. Maybe if they drink too much milk. But (laughs) Um, No, I wouldn't say that. But I think you can tell probably around four or five, six. That's a kid. That's a kid. A little kid. You know, what what are some of the things they would do to to kind of tip you to the likelihood of them being to have addicted personality? Um, sneaking, sneaking, lying, orders maybe, or something like that where, um, I think the being deceivious, like, that's a good indication. I don't know why. I just think that. But, um, lying, sneaking, um, overindulging on anything, overindulging on food, overindulging on sports, overindulging, um, I think that is an indicator that you're you may or may not have an addictive personality. So you think that your parents can give you addictive personalities? Oh, I personally believe that it's genetic. I do. You do? Um when they say nature versus nurture, um I think there's um examples set in the home, but I also think it's genetic. Um if you're an ad- addict of any kind you're prone to any other addiction i just i would challenge somebody that would argue with me about that my dad and my mom had three businesses i didn't know about this until i talked to my brother you know and i said why didn't things blow up like it needed to uh and then i found out my dad was addicted to gambling. Was he? Well, my dad played pool. Yes. My dad. No drugs, no alcohol, just gambling. No. But you know what? A drinking always going to go along with, with pool, drinking, and my dad. It can. It can. Used to take me with him, and he played pool. No, my dad went from. And he lost more than he won. <laughs> First of all, business owners are not usually rich. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> Especially small business owners. Um, but, yeah. Gambling would take even more away from that. You know, I, I remember my dad having a brand new truck every time. I never thought yeah. that my dad had a, a gambling problem. You never noticed. You know? But now I kind of, like, put arguments into perspectives. You could see where it could have been this, but because of that, it wasn't. Yes. You know, I can understand why my dad argued all the time. Oh, gosh. They Oh, and you do over gambling. You know, I argue about money situation. I'm little, but I didn't understand because I have never had an addictive personality. Not that I know of. No, you really don't. That 
Do you know what I'm saying? That a person would. Did your mother? No, my mother. No, my mother. Just daddy. And gambling takes time. It's not just money. Gambling takes time away from your family and stuff, too. My dad was always. Yeah, I can imagine like a woman. You'd be upset, not just that it's the money missing. It's your time. You know, and I had a big family. I come from eight sisters, three brothers, four brothers. Well, shoot, she was tired. She was like, God dang, where you been? I want the money and the time. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? I just, I really, pool, pool, what? what? So I, I can understand. This big boy is getting on my nerves. <laughs> He's singing again. No, right, right, right. So I, I never, you know, I didn't. Till later on in life, did I examine everything, and I can understand how, you know, from noticing from other people, from people who've been through addiction. Did, like, your elder brothers and sisters, did they know that he gambled or he, he hit it? Yeah, they had to know. But you see, I was... I was you were singing. <laughs> I was singing. <laughs> I, was, I was in my own You were a world. track star and you were singing. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I, couldn't, I couldn't understand. Yeah. She didn't want <laughs> you to. Just like any other addiction, she probably hit it for him. Hmm. Yeah, she felt the pain or the burn, but she didn't want you guys to. You know, but I understood that destroyed what could have been the legacy. Ooh, yeah. Man, that's the reason. Man, that's deep. That is deep. You'll never know. You know, you know all these gambling facilities here in town, they're destroying people possibly. Yes legacies oh absolutely they're destroying families and it's on that each individual to not succumb to that i understand that but it's a legal dope house whoa a legal dope house that's what it is yeah you you got you got families we at least should provide more support groups because it is an addiction that destroys lives and families and careers. Um, they should at least have more than one meeting <laughs> or acknowledge that it is an addiction. And there's too many of them. There's so many gambling places. It's ridiculous. You can go out and eat and right next to right in the Four restaurant. In steps. the restaurant. Go to Diamonds. It's right there. A family restaurant. That's not a bar or, you know, offense you know, to Diamonds. I love Diamonds and the horseshoes. But I'm just saying. You, you can wonder that somebody can be sitting down at the table and they walk by them gambling facility places, machines, and then they just say, Oh, it makes you, your stomach. You, you yearn for it. You, you. Oh, it's a terrible feeling. If you are a gambler and you go into this restaurant to sit down with your family or friends or a business meeting, anything like that, you're thinking about that machine. You're hearing it. You're thinking about it. And you want to be there. And you're not engaged in anything that's going on around you. You're thinking about that. Just like if you have 
withdrawals and your skin is crawling and you're sick to your stomach and all of that from alcohol withdrawal. All you can think of is getting your next drink. That's what you're thinking about with gambling. It really is that way. And again, I would have fought tooth and nail to say gambling is not an addiction. And it's the worst one I've ever had. Over alcohol and drugs. Whoa. Yes. Over something you can literally have the money in hand to pick take to take care of a bill. Yes. But now I'm gonna have, be able to buy this whole house and pay all the bills for the entire year. So I'm gonna go put this five dollars in the slot machine. And put this two hundred dollars in the slot machine. I'm gonna even blackjack or any of those things, craps, all that stuff. It's you want your fix. You want your escape. You want your high. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Until the next time, we're going to wrap this on up. and, uh, and uh, Tell Decatur to get some more uh, gambling uh, anonymous meetings. One meeting. Some more support. Yeah, absolutely. To recognize. It's embarrassing. Animals. It's embarrassing. It really is. It's embarrassing for people that the richest, most respectable person um, that you know can succumb to that because it's so readily available to you. Man, I didn't know. But until next time on Higgs Radio. If you can sing, cook, or clean, you can be Uh-oh. heard and be seen on Heggs Radio. Heggs Radio. Yes. Right. Make sure you hit that like button and subscribe, and uh, it helps our station to grow. Thank you.